and with a good chance that one of us will be the backup keeper for TFC next year. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Not it. Me either. Yours. <laughs> Duncan. <laughs> Raise your voice. Yeah, I could give this a go. Sure. <laughs> Can I be, can I, when you say backup goalie, can I be the third goalie? Because, you know, I, I could have done what uh, Rajat Singh did for, for the team this year. He, he did some solid bench sitting, Duncan. Uh, like, I, I can sit. I can that's sit true. You know what? I have seen you sit, and it is some quality sitting. You are it, correct. World-class mm. sitting. Thank you. I've also seen you with gloves on. Yes. The gloves look good. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know what? I'm feeling more confident about this the more we talk about it. I could sure. jog down a touchline and do some interpretive dancing, uh, like substitute warming up for like you know five or ten minutes twice within ninety minutes. I could cover that. I can see that. I'm not fully believing Duncan's ability to jump out of his seat and celebrate a goal though from the back row. Hmm. Hmm. It'll be one of those. It'll be one of those. I think I'm getting up. No, back down. But a fist in the air, you know? Yes, yeah. It, it will be a solid fist in the air. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And, and you know what? I don't think anyone's going to fault you, Dunk. What about when mm-hmm. it rains, though? Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good point. <laughs> Goalie gloves, goal gloves are pretty big these days, aren't they? I could just, you know, put those that create an elaborate shelter for myself. I'd just like give a person goalie gloves. shelter. <laughs> It would work. Instead of a blanket fort, Duncan has built himself a glove fort. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what does it say? Is it Gregory Ranjit saying $84,000 or $89,000, whichever? Not too shabby, Duncan. Sure, I'll take there that. There you go. Yeah. Excellent. That's a good, and, sit- you know, that's a good all sitting gonna, wage. All I'm really going to have to do is be in goal during training. And that's going to be a fabulous confidence boost for all the outfield players who are uh, scoring goal after goal after goal against me in training. That's true. And, and you know, and, and confidence is key in sports. Like, if yes. you believe you can, yes. you can. Yeah, yeah. No, 100%. There we Plus go. You bet. Then you parlay that career into a CPL career. Oh my Absolutely. God. The pass is wide open. At least like, half a season with three different CPL teams before yeah. I had to like, go down to League One Ontario or something. At oh least. my goodness. So, yeah. Duncan, we've got this. We, we, not only are we going to fix TFC, you're going to like blaze a path. This is going to be the, the all for one series on you mm-hmm. is going to be magnifique. It's going to be amazing. Yes, I think so. There'll be a TSN documentary, you know. It'll be amazing. All right. The man's a bit special, yeah. (laughs) Former Darlington, comma, goalkeeper. (laughs) Darlington owner, Duncan Fletcher. Yes. And there's going to be conflict of interest rules there, you know. Oh, so yeah. If surely, surely, if exactly. comes up where you know, they're about to put my name on, actually, on a team sheet, uh, then, oh, yeah, no, I can't do that. I No, I, I own a club. I, I couldn't possibly play for it. I think, I, I think you'll be fine unless TFC and Darlington meet up in the FIFA Club World Cup. It's possible. Oh. Well, Darlington are doing well, so. They currently are this year. They yes. are currently. Yeah. That is true. That is we're, true. I'm uh, going for promotion to the... Uh, to the Vauxhall Conference, whatever they call it these days. And uh, yeah, the 
five or six seasons after that, they'll be in the Champions League. And uh, yeah, Club World Cup within 10 seasons. Absolutely. Let's just hope TFC make it. That's the question mark. <laughs> yeah, that's always a question mark, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. That was the whole episode. No, uh, the podcast that is waiting to welcome Bill Hamid. Open arms. We're here for you, Bill. With arms wide open. Thank you. Uh, on this week's show, we take a look back very briefly at the end of TFC season, so July. Um, check in on the Campiel playoffs, see who's left in the MLS playoffs. Discuss Toronto's end-of-season player moves and more. Now, this week's panel. Won't miss the potential comedy stylings of Daniil Henry. Say hello to Duncan Fletcher. Hmm. Yeah, it would be nice if he wasn't around long enough. I wanted to see some more. There's the the bench-related sort of warming-up-related shenanigans that you get with Canada. and Didn't really get that so much with Toronto. It's a shame. I know, I know. Uh, Relieved he doesn't have to tell anyone to stay on their motherfucking line anymore. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. But I do revel in the fact that he's not going to be on somebody else's motherfucking line. So now we get to see what it's life's like on the other. <laughs> so I just, you know, that's 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 my that's my takeaway. There you go. That's a good takeaway. I like that. I look forward to wherever Bono ends up and then they're playing at BMO Field and Mark just spends the entire game yelling, chip him, chip him. No, no, no. No, I'll go on, chip him. I'll be, come on, Mark. Okay, true, true. But I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a little cooler than that. And I'm just going to go, no, you can go a couple more steps. (laughs) Until he's just on uh, the edge of the center circle. <laughs> uh, lamenting the loss of our Give Them the Shaft t-shirt, it's Tony Walsh. I never got off the ground. I know. It's very sad. All those shaft fonts. Oh, You're damn right. So good. Uh, as for me, Obviously, I'm sad about Q. I he deserved better. God damn it! Uh, I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now to this week's show. This All is right, what we'll... you give your name, and you, you didn't go with that Q and on or anything. Mm. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> she only uses that on those uh, FC Edmonton uh, forums. Uh, yes, dude. Why are you dying me out like that? What's wrong with you? I thought we were friends. Um, all right. First Radicular. Up. Isn't that your, your name on, on, for, on the FC Edmonton forums? Boiled your bunny. is. I mean, what? Yeah, no. Bunny boiler? <laughs> bunny boiler. <laughs> <laughs> West Edmonton Mall, but M-A-U-L. <laughs> that one's good. All right, what's been happening? Uh, what's been happening is the TFC season, of course, came to a crashing halt again a couple months ago, but really their last match, honestly, it couldn't have been more fitting in that it was bad <laughs> and that they'd lost by what has become the traditional 4-0. Um, and it was just a mm, mm-hmm. A game 
yeah it was a game there was there was people were people kick balls and uh things happened Mm -hmm. Um, it was a game of two halves (laughs) yes yes accurate that is very true terrible both of them terrible yeah there was there was the shit one and then there was the shit one ah yes the whole thing really was just the 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 flake jauntily added into the you know delightful sort of soft serve shit that they've been doing for the last few months. Oh, oh God. it was just bad. Um, I mean that that first the the first goal uh, was it Gadzag or whatever? Yeah, Gadzag. Yeah. Okay, him. Um, the fact that he like it it was kind of a bit of a uh, not impossible but really well it was impossible to stop and, but what went in so effort everything about it was just so effortless i'm like oh yeah no 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 this is the, there's going to be no nice tidy wrap up to the season it that's how that's that's just mm, it's still going to be shit it's mm-hmm. just all all signs still point to turds <laughs> It, oh god it was such a great goal it's like ah oh, okay let's watch the rest of the and the thing was so like you know like we're watching the match and like the thing i don't understand about this match in particular is why not just throw the kids out for pretty much the entire match why wait? Like literally why pretend that you're going to be competitive in this match? Nothing was going to be accomplished. You weren't going to, well, if I suppose if they had won, they would have done Montreal a favor and that was never going to happen. Philadelphia was always going to be the better team. Toronto has nothing to prove or accomplish in this match. Like nothing. Like their season is long over. Um, so sure. You know, Hugo got a few minutes, uh, Temi got a few minutes, but why not like actually give them proper minutes? You know, just go be free, play. Let's, 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 you know what, here's your, it's not a fair shot necessarily, but you know what, you've done well with the young reds, you know, you, you, you got them to the playoffs, you've got first team contracts. Let's just see what you can do. Have some yeah. fun. Get out there. Burnish, um, burnish your Wikipedia stats where you can exactly. say, oh, yes, I did actually play at least one game in actually in MLS. I did. That's I was right. just signed there and did nothing at all. Like, yeah, before I got shunted oh, off to, to, mm. to Dallas or Colorado or something. Yeah. Yes. Um, you were officially a TFC player, not just a signee, but you actually played for them. Give the kids that at least couldn't risk them pulling off a miracle and uh, winning the match or something though. <laughs> TFC was TFC's got to play for that super draft pick. <laughs> That's important. Oh, anyway, got a, what a place in the draft. What a what a terrible way to end the season. Like again, you know, we 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 as a we as a group didn't really have high hopes for this season as it was. So higher, I must Hi-ish. say. Yeah. I mean, better better than the dirt nap that we had. Um, I, I I thought it would be mildly competitive. Mm-hmm. I thought it would take a uh, an, at least have an upward trajectory. Mm. Like, yeah, maybe they missed the playoffs, but it would be heading in the right direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I I'm just disappointed that the I'm disappointed the trajectory only lasted two and a half games. So. Mm. 
mean, we were, you know, kind of scrabbling through the first half of the season, but yep. pretty much right there with in position to, to make a bit of a run. And, you know, then it all went wrong in the second half of the season after the, you know, it's like, oh, well, you, you make some signings in the sewer transfer window, that'll make things better. Nope. Nope. I mean, you know, all those signings on an individual basis, yeah, you can't argue with them. That seems like a good idea. Did they work? Nope. Oh, shit. Well, it was, it was interesting. And, 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 you know, we can, we can talk, well, we can talk about it now or we can talk about it in the next segment, but just like we talk about player integration, right. And how and this, we talk about this almost every season, because there's always a big flashy signing of some sort and whether or not a player or players in this case, a how quickly can they amalgam amalgamate? How quickly can they amalgamate? <laughs> how quickly can they acclimate to um, MLS style of play uh, to their new teammates? And depending on their skill level, how quickly can their teammates skill up, or can they sort of not like drop themselves down, but kind of pull back a little bit until? there's an understanding with the people you're playing with. And there was a bit of that, I think, but yeah, like there was kind of Duncan, like what you're saying, like there was a bit of, you know, there was a bit of momentum in that first half of the season where you started to see some gelling from some of the younger players, some of the veteran players. Um, again, it was before Jonathan Sorio got hurt. It was before suddenly we had all the midfielders, because we already had all the midfielders and we got rid of a couple and then we got like seven more. Um, yeah, it was, just, it was a weird year. And so you watch like someone like you watch Insigne, you watch Bernadeschi, talented, talented players. Um, and presumably next year will be better. They'll have had time to rest. Um, there'll be an off season time to actually formulate apparently a plan if there is one. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird thing. Uh, the one I thing I will say is it. that little Crisco fit right in immediately and I adore him. So I'm glad he's back well, next year. You know, he, he slides into any position. <laughs> I hope if, uh, if they, uh, go away for the off season, when they return, we can have more uh, airport videos. It's been a while. <laughs> they, they do mm -hmm. produce a good airport video. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's true. I don't know. The whole thing is, um, the whole thing is a bit strange, but again, I am, I did not expect much from this season. I, I, I didn't expect them to make the playoffs. I didn't expect them to be this shit, but um, I didn't think it would be a triumphant turnaround. So I'm, I'm, I'm less upset than I think some people are. And I don't really care much about the minus spent. We'll talk about contracts uh, in the next segment. Anyway, TFC 2022. Kristen Mills doesn't really care. She really doesn't. <laughs> She'll care next year. Um, all right. Uh, Campiel, Campiel playoffs started on the weekend. Exciting. Mark, how are you feeling? I am at least somewhat comfortable that we are going to lose the final to Ottawa. <laughs> That's you know, genius. you still have a second leg to play, Mark. Um, look, look. <laughs> if I know anything about Forge, is that the the incredible 
simplicity of looking past what's in front of you and just aiming for the bigger picture. Um, I don't, I kind of felt like um, if that's what Calgary has to offer at home, I'm not too concerned with him on the road. Uh, And, uh, and Ottawa's going to paste him. They're just going to fucking paste him. So uh, I I don't know. It's uh, a, come on. Hamilton will at least take the final to penalties and then lose. Oh, that would be, I would rather just lose. Or nil. I would just rather get our ass. Like I, I'm so you can't, you can't handle penalties again. I just so over penalties in general. Like I've seen There's been so many lately. I've seen goalie penalties once in person in my life, and really, I that's the peak. I can't, I can't get higher than that. Short of winning the goalie penalties, but eh, I don't even want to get to the goalie penalties again. You know, I you just, guys need to sign. TFC third string keeper Duncan Neville Southall Fletcher. <laughs> With that mustache, hell's yeah. <laughs> Dunk grow a mustache. Um, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Please grow a mustache. No. <laughs> Damn it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I'm not super convinced that Calgary's going to do anything of note on the yeah, weekend. Like. Yeah, well, I was actually, I was, you know what? I was surprised kind of at how anemic they were in that match. Yeah, like, Forge weren't particularly good. No, it wasn't a great Calgary match from either side, but... Good either. Like, anemic. You wouldn't think a team named Forge would have iron deficiency. Oh, I was referring to Calgary. And we were. Oh. Oh. Joke still stands! Joke's still good! You think being that close to that much iron would be anyway? Um, Horseshoes. (laughs) Giddy up. Yeah, I I don't know. I I, I just, I wasn't basically like, I kind of, I kind of looked at to uh, if you're home, like, Forge is not impenetrable. Like, I've this season has proved that they are not the juggernaut that everyone thought they were, which is fine. It's about time. You've three seasons is plenty to figure it out and nothing's really changed. It's the same, it's the same setup, mostly the same players. Thank you for everybody for finally solving this, uh, this puzzle. That being said, if Calgary doesn't have the answer yet, um, one, go ask Winnipeg. They know. And two, yeah. um, you don't have a chance. You yeah. have a chance on the road. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I, I, I'm very pleased that it was one all draw. Very pleased that Hamilton pulled one back. I just didn't think that, uh, I didn't think it was going to be that close. I thought it was going to be way more Calgary, Hamilton resisting a couple screw ups. It was, it was, it was an, it was a fine. Okay. Like it was an okay match, but yeah yeah good luck to you guys yeah all right so there's that match and then oh oh aquaman it's just not your year um and yeah like ottawa again we'll talk about them but seriously that was uh that was a very good performance by them uh in victoria and uh blue tabla and his goal scoring ways Stupid, lovely goal. Um, yeah. You know, Pacific looked good for large stretches of the match, but they couldn't score to save their lives. But I, 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 although I was really, I, I was really 
confused why uh, Brown didn't start, why he wasn't in the in the eleven, and why he got subbed on so late. I'm like, he's one of the best goal scorers, even though he's just come back to Camp PL, but he's been immediately scoring goals. He's one of like your guys. Why would you not even just bring him on right at the half if you're not going to start him? Why I just I was confused by by the choices that were made. And now they're going to go out quite spectacularly. I don't see, I, I, again, it's, it's football. Anything is, anything is possible, but I don't see them going into Ottawa this weekend and somehow pulling a march on uh, the Otlady. So, yeah. No. no. Very sad. They're the team to watch. Stupid sports. Sports are stupid. Um, but you know what? It has at least been entertaining. It's been entertaining, which is nice. Um, that's, who, all you, who that's all you can ask for. Exactly. Mark, who, 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 who hosts now? Is it like... Well, unless Pacific somehow shows the fuck up for that in the next game... Then it's Ottawa. It's, it's Ottawa. Right. Like, I, I'm... I low-key thought it would have been hilarious. I mean, okay, I if Pacific were somehow win this tie, I still think Hamilton loses the final. Um but uh yeah, it's that they that just did not happen. They look like uh Pacific looked like they were on the back foot almost the entire match. They had I mean they hit a they hit a few crossbars, but so did Ottawa. So Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so both uh, we'll 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 do we'll do a little preview in a bit, uh, but you know Sunday, 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 exciting! All right, um, Canadian women's national team, the XNT had uh, those delightful friendlies um, against Argentina and Morocco. Morocco Monday, um, they won both. Huzzah! Two uh, 0 win over Argentina and a striking the fear into the Moroccan Soccer Federation mm-hmm. out of the World Cup. Four 0 win. For you. That's right. The plans all coming together. Um, what was great about, um, in particular, the match against Morocco, other than the striking fear and you know, raw, um, were the goal scorers. So Jessie Fleming, great. Always good to see her score. But uh, Evelyn Vien to have her, you know, back with the squad, scoring goals, fantastic. Janine Becky. And that one made me very happy because she has been such a force for them um, these last several months. Uh, and she, you know, she just, she's a, just a, she's a workhorse out there. She's everywhere and she's been so well deployed by bev priestman um starting out as a fullback and just roaming up and down and just doing stuff uh, as opposed to making her a point person up front where she can't where she, she has to wait it doesn't suit her style it doesn't suit her being um this is much better if she can like run around and do things and help create and send in crosses and set things up um so it was great to get to see uh her score a goal um, I was very happy just sort of like as a reward for all of her hard work. Um, and then uh, one of the sort of the newbies to the squad, Claire Solarisse, um, also scored. It was great. I uh, saw some, some of the young players come in and do some really nice things. Um, 
there's some good sort of transitional stuff happening during these friendlies with the, with the senior uh, team. And uh, we're going to talk about the U 17s really briefly in a minute, but I don't know if, if you guys got a chance to watch either match or even see the highlights. Maybe? Um, I, so most, at least half of the game against Morocco. Nice. That was the, the day after Thanksgiving, wasn't it? Yeah, that that was that entire game was on my TV. I was kind of paying attention. Yeah, they played uh, well. You know, it's that whole thing. Trying to the Morocco were just very defensive, and it made for you know Canada never seems like they're super incisive at cutting through teams that are sitting back and defending. But eventually, they got there. So hooray! Mm-hmm. I feel like I got to watch uh, some of the Moroccan match. I feel like I did watch a good chunk of the Argentina match. And um, I, I, I felt like, correct me if I'm wrong, Argentinian keeper did a really good job. Very good job. Yeah, she stopped a lot of key things, like down on the ground, off the line type stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, the shots weren't, the shots weren't great. But they were definitely tricky. They were definitely like not a lot of power, but you had to get you had to get your ass down there to make sure it didn't go in. And she 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 did a really good job of keeping it. It in, what was it one nil? Uh, two nil. Two nil. Um, but, and they also they they were they were down a player. They uh they had a player sent off uh, in the second half uh, earlier on in the second half with a red card. Okay. Yeah. So like they. Yeah, that that she kept the scoreline much closer than it probably deserved to be, but two nils no slouch of a of a oh, yeah. result. So well well played. And I was just I will say I was disappointed that uh, um, Adriana Leon did not score in that game because it just it's now I felt like it was tradition. It's like here we go, <laughs> and not to say like I've got unnecessary expectations, but it's like, but the last ones you scored, why not this one? So she had a good game though. Yeah, they look pretty good. They look really good. Yeah, I didn't uh, because I was on the the via on uh, on the Thursday while the match was happening, and the Wi-Fi is just so shit. Um, I had to. I just. I just saw mostly highlights and some clips later on, but I got to see most of the the Morocco Monday match. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, what you're saying, Mark, about the Argentinian keeper she was she was stellar like that was the more difficult match to begin with right um but no it was uh it was nice to see it was nice to see the squad sort of like play you know some decent soccer you know it wasn't always there was some some clunky moments um but uh considering how many players they had out due to injury and top players as well um and having to rely on players that they wouldn't necessarily um, under normal circumstances. So it was good to see players being able to step into different roles um, and stuff like that. So I can't remember what their next, what their next match is. Um, I think they've probably got something else coming up. Um, I'm trying to remember when it is. I feel like there's something maybe next month. I could be imagining it. Um is this anyway. some kind of cup that they believe in? They, like <laughs> that's, that? you, uh, that's that's usually in the in the winter, isn't it? Isn't that like February or something? I don't know. What anyway. about the used what about the used car salesman? He's still doing that cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's right. <laughs> I forgot all about that. I totally forgot about that. That wasn't even that long ago. Damn it. 
that was the new that was the new cup but god what is it called they just played in it for god's yeah, sake oh, they just played it but we're terrible the what dude's name yeah I, I can't remember his name though arthur something i'm ashamed of you do you remember i'm ashamed Steve of tony <laughs> do you remember mark oh i'm ashamed of myself don't even uh, I'm ashamed don't, of don't, don't don't try the, to not love the me arthur, the, isn't it the arthur something <laughs> cup carlson carlton arnold clark arnold clark arnold not um, arthur arnold arnold no, clark i was, I was just hoping it was the arthur carlson cup <laughs> All right, there we go. Phew. That would have been held in Cincinnati, though. I swear these turkeys could fly. Um, anyway, so, yes. But it's good, again, to see some different scores um, and to see them doing nice things. Again, missing a bunch of players. Um, over this last uh, week, uh, the U-17s were in the U-17 Women's World Cup. Uh, and unfortunately did not make it out at the group stage. Uh, 1-1 draw to France, 4-0 loss to Japan, and this morning a frustrating 1-1 uh, draw to Tanzania, so they are out at the group stage. Um, don't know really, I, don't, I didn't see any of the matches, unfortunately, so I don't really have anything pertinent to say. I don't know enough about the squad that was taken or the teams they played. Some people obviously upset that they're out. It's never good to go out at the group stage. You always want to advance. You want your, your you know, you want to continue on. You want to keep playing. You want to keep winning. Um, there's always questions about youth development in, uh, in Canadian soccer and especially a lot of focus these days on development uh, in women's soccer as we still lack a, a national league or uh, teams in the NWSL. Um, so it's hard to say whether this is a failing of that or they just came up against really tough opposition. Um, I'm not one to speak about it because I really just don't know enough at this moment. So I'm sad that they're out though. I was hoping that they were going to pull out the match against Tanzania this morning, which would have allowed them to advance. Um, so those of you listeners, hello, those of you that are really vested, um, paid attention to this if you have any insights please do let us know we would love to hear from you one more thing before we move on the mls playoffs that's right just because tfc is not involved doesn't mean that there aren't playoffs there no, are there, Teams are there, there are no playoffs sorry mm. all right next segment <laughs> without insignia it really wasn't worth keeping going was it and... it's true it's true yes um I had sort of forgotten, I think because my head was thinking about, I forgot that like MLS had like shrunk their playoffs and it's cold. (laughs) (laughs) And I was thinking about like the KMPL playoffs because they were doing, you know, two legs and these are all one and done. And I'd forgotten that. And so when I was when I was like looking at like watching some of the matches or part of the matches, I realized that oh that that was it. Wait, what? And my I I I honestly I had forgotten. So I sort of wish I didn't pay as close attention to some of the the first round matches as I might have because I thought there was going to be another match. 
I sort of got I sort of gotten used to the two-legged playoff matches. I was like, oh. Come on, what league around the world doesn't change its format for crowning every year? Every year. Um, so there's been, uh, in the Western conference, there's been two, uh, uh, rounds of penalties. Um, Salt Lake city were really shit at penalties. Oh like, my God. It was comically bad. The only one they scored was they, they ridiculously, what the fuck is the goalie doing? Kind of thing. He basically oh. just dived and went the right direction. They just kind of rolled under his body. Like, yeah, I know. I don't even know how it went in. But, I know. Yeah. Then the others was like, Oh no. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. Like, you think TFC are shit at penalties. This is that was that was among the worst penalty taking I have ever seen in football. Like it was. They're all going to have nightmares about that for a really long time. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Hamilton could have beaten those guys on penalties. Yes, I agree, One hundred percent. I you, I know you were trying to go. Go for bait there, Duncan, but I know facts when I see facts. And that, that's facts. It was so bad. It was so bad. Um, so Austin Celtic, uh, go go past uh, the people oh. from Sexy Sandy. But um, last uh, night, I was said. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna, I'm just looking at the, uh, the, the next part of the bracket. That's a, that whole Western side, there's like, one kind of appetizing tie and one really unappetizing tie. And I, I Oh my I, god, yeah. Exactly, man. Who gives a shit about Los Angeles? Ugh. All right, in that case, too. The West is very unappetizing. I just yeah, I just want ah. I just want there to be like like you know, meters and stuff. Um but the the loons the loons Dallas, the Minnesota Dallas match, uh because obviously like, everyone knows I'm a Loons fan. Um, Dane St. Clair until the penalties. Fantastic match. Like, not saves. He was incredible. He kept them in that match time and again. Like, Dallas should have Dallas should have finished it off. If it wasn't for St. Clair, they would have. He was he was stellar. Um and that actually that match should seal his ticket to be on the world cup squad. Um, and, uh, one Alice was great. He was annoyingly competent, um, beyond competent. Uh, St. Clair got like a, a hand and a foot on a couple shots, but just not enough to keep them out. And yeah, fucking Dallas goes through jerks. He needs more hands um, or feet. <laughs> he really does. So you've got Dallas versus Austin and then El Trafico Ooh. as uh, L.A. The L.A.'s drinking in L.A. Um, is happening um, sometime this weekend. On the Eastern Conference, uh, WKRP continue the tradition of keeping the energy drinks uh, from advancing any further in the playoffs. Which is Carlson Cup. <laughs> there you go. And they go up against the Union. And then uh, fucking Montreal, man. Yeah. Good on them. Goddamn, they're good play. I think it was a good... They played well. They deserve yeah. to win that match. It was a good yeah. match. Um, they are the keep to Canada. Yeah, apparently, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And then the the Pizza Rats beat uh, Miami Vice, ending Gonzalo Higuain's career no. in sadness and tears. At one of the most, you know, Storied. glorious football stadiums on earth. In Queens. <laughs> and then the Yankees didn't even play because of the rain. So they could, which was the funnier thing. The MLS match continued on. Rain. Baseball game did not. But they, so they showed, could have played the Yankee Stadium. But they showed the, uh, the the Pizza Rats game on the big screen at Yankee Stadium during the rain delay. So, you know, technically, you know, anyone who was there got to see the uh, the, the Pizza Rats, not the Yankees. So In football, they call that a double header. Ah, yes. Um, anyway, so that's, that's where the... Uh, the playoffs stand. We'll we'll uh, we'll talk about them a little bit more at the uh, towards the end of the show. But that is what has been happening in MLS playoff excitement. Dun, dun, dun. Lots of playoffs, lots of excitement, lots of things going on. Uh, well, let's turn our attention to some other things. So, what are we talking about? And the, the the main thing, well, there's lots of things we're talking. About. We're going to talk about TFC contract decisions. <sighs> Jerks. Um, no, most of these are not surprising. Um, actually, I think one of them is. So, as every team does at the end of their season, especially when your season ends like Toronto does, he very quickly makes some decisions. Um, and while Toronto retained a number of players or number of players 21 players are contractually guaranteed for the 2023 season uh, among them because this was a player that we were sort of like wondering about uh little crisco so uh Crescito is at least under contract for next season uh which is a good thing so is jesus jones whether or not hey. he returns who knows I know, I know. I'm just saying he's at least contracted to return. You're saying he's right here right now. I am. I'd rather be. Um, Richie Larea, because we were like, his loan's really weird, right? Yeah, his loan was through to June 2023. So weird. Because his loan is really fucking weird. It just... Anyway... It perfectly matches um, the, the, ex- the, the British season. Yeah. That's what's, what's weird about that. It goes from British preseason to British preseason. As a Nottingham Forest player, surely that's the way it should be. And that's weirder for TFC. Sure. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh no, no, not for not for not for his not for his British team. But it's no, I mean I meant for TFC. Yeah, but it's also weird for him too, because Usually when a British club loans a player out, it's to get experience at some level or play time. And he'll now be on a break for other than the world cup, probably for, you know, X amount of months. Mm, indeed. Then what's he going to do? He's going to be playing in MLS from say, you know, March until the June. And then he gets a tiny little break. And then he's going to supposed to go all the way from August through to May and, yeah, it's strange. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. So weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so that yeah, and it just and again yeah, like he's gonna end up playing 
for like again he's gonna play a lot right like he's getting into their preseason i don't know it's, anyway, it just seems strange, but whatever. Why would TFC really want to build around using him anyway? Like, and then yeah. losing him mid season. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just weird. Mm. I just figured they were going to have him till the end of this season. Do you know what mm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that was it. So yeah, like, little, little, little stop gap, feel good story. Bring him back for a bit kind of thing. And yeah, like no, like, he's here till be, June. Well, what and would be like a gonna, British half season loan leave. and then, and then go back to like after world cup, go back to forest and then forest loan him again out to whatever a championship side or whatever would make yeah. more sense, but eh, whatever. Hey, whatever. Mm-hmm. I could guess. have easily gone off from Bedford, Notts County for, you know, January to May of next year. But yeah. Be... I mean, you, you can almost jump from one stadium to the others. So. <laughs> Um, it's a short rowboat so the, okay so the but now now so now the interesting things though like we can talk about who they kept uh mark mark anthony k is also under contract uh for next season which i think you is important so. um because i know some people were not you know overly whelmed by his play this season but you know he changed teams mid-season he was injured um I think he showed enough and I think he does show enough that he is one of those players that you want to keep on your team and TFC. And we say this all the time, TFC sorely lacks MLS veterans and Mark Anthony K is one of those players now, and he is a good player and he's going to go play in a world cup. So you want to hang on to him. Um, uh, Temi Antonoglu, they, they exercise their contract option on him. So that's great. The two sort of interesting ones that are up in the air, uh, Chris Mavinga, they did not exercise his contract option. And we talked about this our last show, and I said I wouldn't be surprised he's the player that if he doesn't come back. Um, But apparently they remain in discussion. We'll talk about TFC salaries after this, um, but when and if he comes back. And if he comes back, it's going to be, again, a thank you, Chris, feel good thing. He played better down the stretch. Once I think, I guess maybe some personal stuff was sorted out, but he'll come back at less money if they bring him back. And I bet you that's what they're talking about. Jonathan Osorio is the big one. Um, His contract expires at the end of the year and he has not been, he hasn't not been optimistic about coming back at Toronto, but nor has he said, I absolutely want to come back and play for Toronto next season. He's been pretty open about, you know, if an opportunity arises for me to go elsewhere, i.e. Europe, he's going to take it. As he should. Um, absolutely as he should. I, I, I hope he does. Like, good for him. This is his, this is honestly, this is his time. Yeah. Well, what, I mean, if, if not now, then when? Yeah. Um, you know, if he doesn't go now, he's going to just stick around TFC for a while. And then whatever happens with his career in MLS, you know, especially if he makes any kind of, uh, mark for himself at the world cup, may as well make that move now, at least test himself, not test himself. And I, by saying that it always sounds like you're putting MLS down, but you know, a chance to do something different. He's what more is he going to accomplish at TFC in the short term that he hasn't already? Yeah. 
the, yeah, the only thing would be, would be CCL and really is that going to happen right now? No, no, it's not. No. So he's got uh, a world cup coming up in which to further show himself off. Uh, hopefully he is well. And that's the other thing with the Sorio has been this concussion or whatever issue brain, you know, like obviously he's been dealing with a concussion for like two, three months now. But it, it wasn't a concussion. It was a bit neurological something or other. Yeah. Which so, is weird, really. But, but yeah. Like I don't, who knows? Whatever it is. Um, truly hope that he is honestly well enough um, for the world cup. Uh, well, I get, you know, if Alfonso Davies can come back from a cranial bruise after a week, and I still don't get that. I still don't get that. I was so stressed out by Alfonso Davies playing on the weekend. It Sorry. seemed like such a bad idea. It seemed like such a bad idea. Like, I get he wants to play and they want him to play and all these things, but it sounded horrible whatever he was dealing with. And like, not you know, a week later, he's in, he's not even just on the bench. He started, he played and played well. He had a very good game, but I just, I, I always, my brain always goes, my head always goes back to Hugo Lloris in that match. When he went back in, had absolutely no business being anywhere near a field, you know, like no business playing and the damage he did to himself and how, the rules changed for a reason, people. But anyway, I'm not his doctor. I'm not his team. I'm not the player. These things stress me out. But with good reason. I mean, you don't... The last thing you want to see is somebody, shall we say, lessen their quality of life because they came back too soon. Like, it's been horrific injury aside. Like, you don't, you don't want to see it made worse and, and, and brain injuries, head injuries are still like, we know about them. We understand that they happen and definitely, you know, medical science has gone a lot further today than it was 20 years ago, 30 years ago when it was just, ah, I'm just a little dizzy coach. Yeah. You'll be fine back in. Like there are protocols for that, but there also comes a point where you have to take the player's word for it. Cause there's no scan that says, no, he's not, he says he's ready, but he's actually not. So. Well, it's kind of why I've been glad that weirdly glad that Osorio didn't get rushed back into playing he's, he's, you know, he's personally been cautious and it sounds like the team's been cautious. Um, because you don't want to fuck around with brain injuries, right? Or head injuries of whatever, whatever it is. You just don't want to mess with that. Because that's, you know, he's only 30 years old. You have your whole fucking life ahead of you. Um, yeah. I hope he's okay. World Cup is a little over a month away. If Herdman thinks he can play, he'll name him to the squad. Like, it's not even a question. So, um, hopefully we find out more in the coming weeks. Because the, when do the men, the men have a, the men have a friendly coming up beginning of November, right? Yeah, they're playing against Japan. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Japan. Okay. Okay. That's their last World Cup tune-up as it is. You'd hope they'd have more. 
But you, you know, I know. I always feel like this, you, know, you usually go for like two or three games, even if it's just been some random crappy club team that has uh, got nothing better to do. Like the week before a World Cup, you can you know, play against them, get your confidence going and what have you. Could it be something more than just one game against Japan? Yeah, maybe they're still trying to work out something. Who knows? Well, now something's super last minute. Um, all right, so out of contract and not returning to TFC. Uh, Alex Bono and oh, Quinn Musburg. No. <laughs> um, I admit to being a tiny bit surprised about Bono just because it always seemed like no matter what, he was always returning. Um, and that's, again, he wasn't a terrible keeper. He's just not my favorite keeper. I don't like his style of play, and I think he got given far too many chances, personally. Um, I just assumed that they were going to be like, you know what, Alex, it was just a bad year. You get to come back again. So this actually surprised me. Um, Westberg, like, I'm not surprised. I'm sad. I was kind of hoping he would stick around as, like, the veteran keeper to, like, guide the new keeper, but no. So... What if the new keeper's already a veteran? Well, exactly. Mm. Which is the hope. Um, Daniil Henry. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I wanted Daniil to stay. That just never got going at all, did it? That whole it really thing. didn't. That, talk about baffling signings. Like, he barely got a chance. Now, he's still, he's still under contract to MLS because MLS is a serfdom and you don't really play for teams. You play for it anyway. So the, uh, the selection of Cypriot food in the tunnel club was <laughs> outstanding. <though. laughs> the domades were amazing. Let me tell direct, you direct from the source. Um, so he'll probably show up on an MLS roster somewhere next season. Cause he's under contract to MLS. It's so fucking complicated. It's so bizarre. Um, and then this one this one actually does upset me um, is Noble Okello. And I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Noble Okello's and I have been for a few years and I know he didn't have the strongest season uh, and he had some injury issues. So he was in and out of the lineup and didn't progress as fast in the midfield as, as some of the other young players, but I, I, I am surprised. I thought they would keep him, maybe get him more minutes, uh, TFC two, you know, ease him back into the, into the first, into the start and, you know, into the first team. Um, this one. Yeah. I, I question the, the wisdom of this one in particular. Um, he'll show up on an MLS team. I, I feel pretty certain. Um, and he's got when talent. Da- when daddy tells you it's time to leave home, you gotta leave home. <laughs> No more For free such rides, a tall daddy. player, he's got such good feet. Like, that's the thing I noticed about Noble Okello, and I, I said this to my dad the, the last match because he did he did play. Is that similar to some something that used to happen to Jonathan Story on front of the net when he looked confused, he just didn't know what to do, so he panicked. And I think that's what happens with Okello. In some situations, he panics, so his decision making obviously isn't the best. But when he doesn't have that panic moment 
he does some really nice things. You know, Jaden Nelson evolved past that this year because um, he was doing that earlier on the season. He's moved past that. Akello's still doing it. I just I feel like they're not giving him enough time. I don't know. I'm sad. Daddy's house. Daddy's rules. <laughs> Daddy's harsh, uh, but fair. Achara. They declined the contract option. Mm. That's too bad. No more Funyuns. I mean, they, they, I mean, he never really got a good long run in the club or anything, but yeah. I don't feel like the, the few times that it did pop up, he really ever did anything that suggested he should have. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not like you monsters. I just, I'm always sad to see like a young, still sort of developing player move on kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um, and then uh, looks like Schaffelberg is likely staying with Nashville. And why not? Because he had himself quite the time there. <laughs> Oh, scoring goals and playing well and oh look at that isn't that fun because he was playing in a position he's used to playing in and all those good things I, I was, uh, I'm sure this... sorry go ahead no you go ahead Mike. I was, I was just hoping this was going to end up being like oh so you've got some dirt on him hooking up with the locals uh, <laughs> no 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 my my my, uh, my 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 gossip web is has not extended that far just yet i'll let you know though i know but i'm just disappointed that this one is about is about footy so okay sorry. i'm sorry well you know mm-hmm. i it's on that one's on me i had it i set the expectations not you Kristen. so i'm sorry <laughs> But get better dirt, will you? All right, all right. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Stop spending so much time on the FC admins and forums. Oh. Um, now, this this last one, though, because, it's again, they haven't said anything. So it's all about Auro, which they need him. They need him back so Junior. desperately. Junior. So they have until November 14th to either exercise or decline his contract option for next season. Currently, he's on loan with Santos. Um, I think it was very apparent through much of this season how much they needed him and the difference. Like, he was quietly over several seasons, to me, one of their best players. Like, not amazing, like, oh my God, but he was so consistent and managed to. For me, the thing that I liked about him the most, um, other than, yes, speed on the wing, very nice. Um, Ability to track back, helpful. But he always seemed to manage to forge a relationship with the attacking players, no matter who they were. Whoever TFC brought in, within a game or two, he'd somehow, they'd figured something out. And we saw that relationship missing a lot, I think, uh, this season uh, between uh, the wings and the attacking players uh, for Toronto. And I think they need him back for that, if nothing else. Duncan, thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, why not uh, to keep going with either, you know, Jaquil Marshall Ruddy, apparently they had big hopes for him. Mm-hmm. Fair. Uh, that's good. Luke Petresso, I thought, did actually 
played when he was playing there, he did actually play quite well at right back. So you keep going either one of those, give those guys a chance. This guy, yeah. Got uh, bigger holes to fill in the roster. But he got a tattoo. True. He loved it here. Come on. Mm. Hmm. Um so yeah, so that's that's you know, and, and obviously even though players are under contract, doesn't necessarily mean they will still be here next season. Um more playing with the first team. Uh, Luke's well, Luke Singh's still not on loan, but he'll come back. Um, Caden Chung spent, you know, most of the second half of the season uh, either injured or with the baby Reds. Um, Lucas McNaughton looks like he's probably right now sort of like solidified his spot at the back, but it's been pretty obvious again that Toronto needs another veteran uh, center back. So, uh, whether that's him plus this veteran or he gets bent and who knows, there's lots of questions up in the air. Um, but the one thing that isn't a question is whether or not Michael Bradley will be back next season. If you think he's not oh, going to be back, that's a shame. Oh, <laughs> I laugh at you um, in sadness, really, because I'm sorry, you guys, there's no way he's not coming back next season. There's no way it's just not happening. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, they, they're still going to be rebuilding the team and it, it's a rebuilding gear and everything. And if you're going to do that for a rebuild, you need some guy in his mid-30s to play every minute of every single game. I mean, that, that just screams rebuild. Right, that doesn't it? Like... Uh, well, I got to say, I was, surprised, I was surprised at his stats um, for the season. He played better than I thought he did. <laughs> and I... I was horrified, though, at how many minutes he played, even though I watched him play a good chunk of those minutes. It's terrifying. Michael Bradley should never play that much. It's just wrong. Too much. So way too much. Um, but, yeah, the big, obviously, the big question will be who comes in as keeper. Um, and obviously, they have an open DP spot and they need a CB and stuff, but... Um, Maybe it's yeah. Michael Bradley. Oh, could be. There we go. Could extend his career by could extend his career by a decade. <laughs> That's just good business. That is just good business. That's right. Um, so obviously, Mark and I are salivating over the thought of Bill Hamid coming to Toronto because he's not going to be with DC. He's out of contract. We've been wanting this for what five years easily longer. Oh, yeah, we we've wanted him since he was good. Pretty um, much, yeah. And not that That's he's not the good now. It's not that he's but, good now, but he's, he's, he's the, yeah, yeah. there's a decline. There's a decline, yes. But, I but. Would, but you could still set your watch to him. Yep. And I think he would relish kind of a, a bit of a fuck you challenge. You know what I mean? Like, I'll go one further, Chris, and I think he'll mustard as well. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Could he there. catch up though? Mm. Oh, hey, hey. The, the other one though that has been yeah. bandied about as a MLS, a MLS veteran keeper that could be available although unlikely that they will let him go is uh sean johnson sean johnson John? indeed sean, yes. johnson. sean johnson um he's on a contract at the end of the season but he's been like the mainstay for the pizza rats um, and I think even if TFC threw 
caseloads of money at him. I doubt it happens. But wouldn't that be interesting? Because he's pretty good. Yeah, I would take him too. Right? I would take him too. Uh, I would uh, not say no to to Sean Johnson. I can't do. I can't do. I know. I can't. Do, I want to do the Northern Irish <laughs> accent, but I cannot do. And and I've heard enough t- Tony doing it. You think I'd have it in my head by now? Uh, yeah, I would take him in a second. Um, I don't. I don't want to say over Bill Hamid, but I will. I will take either. But Sean Johnson's really good. I always thought it was Bill Ham ID. <laughs> let's like little drivers. Let's, 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 let's see your prosciutto papers. Yeah, mm. little yeah, piggy drivers licenses. Ham ID. Yeah, yeah. Just you like, need one of those to drive a Porsche. Yeah. ID. It's basically just like printed onto a, a really thick, thin slice of Serrano ham or something. Yeah. Some, some kind of cured ham. So it's think like with, all, with those boxes of uh, hamstrung uh, bracelets we have. Oh my, oh my God. God. My towers, we could make them. <laughs> ham IDs. Mm. This is really good. <laughs> I, I think I think I think we're onto something. Okay. okay. So this has to happen now. That's it. That's it. Like, now, we, now we've got like, like we're, 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 we got a fifth or possibly sixth reason why Bill Hamid should be playing for Toronto C. Exactly. Yeah. It's just it's just it's, it has to happen now. All right. Okay. Um So yeah, so like again, none of the contract decisions really are that surprising. Noel Kello is the one that truly surprises me and maybe Daniil, but that was just a weird that just as Duncan said, that never really seemed to take hold. So um, there will be more in the coming weeks as, you know, MLS season comes to an end. Uh, Do they keep in senior? I think so. Okay. It's, it's, it's touch and go. I know they're on the fence. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when you're paying someone the GDP of a small country, then it's it's tough. Um, speaking of salaries, mm-hmm. let's just move right into that. Okay. So Insigne makes $14 million. Wow. Yep. $14 million. That's $14 million. That's, that's just, presumably the U.S. dollars as well, isn't it? So that's like 18 and Oh, I think so. Like, oh, yeah. yes, yes. This is American League. I'm pretty sure everything here is USD. I, I can't even, I can't even, what is it? Does anyone want it? It's like 20, is that like 20 million Canadian? Is that basically yeah, what that is? That. Yeah, probably. He could, have a, he could have a herd of Tony Pepperonis pulling him around the city wherever he goes. He does. But never mind, could have. He does. Like Clydesdales. Sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So the other day, uh, the MLSPA, as they as they do, released the latest round of salary numbers as of the beginning of September. So after whatever the last trade window and TFC. Now, a lot of talk about TFC's roster and how much money is spent on it because, well, MLSE likes to throw around the cash. Obviously, it's is it is it was it the top roster again? most expensive team in MLS? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Money Wells. By a good chunk. By a good chunk, yes. And 
there's not a lot of surprises on here really like i know everyone's like 14 million dollars but we honestly we all knew this if you were paying attention um they they were pretty open about how much money they were throwing at this guy the ones that are surprising for me um is uh larea that's 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 a lot of money he's he's making more than jonathan Mm -hmm. osorio um He's a Premier League training. Oh, coach, that's uh, true. Veteran. That's true. I just, it surprised me. Um, to, to be fair, is he a Premier League player? Because we, you know, I said Premier if, League training camp veteran. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, if he's like being alone with TFC from like June until June, I he's going to miss the entire Premier League season. By the time he gets back, I yeah. You know, He's missing out he on some coin. You're right. Good point, Duncan. It's just championship to championship. I'm sure, well, there's a way something happened, but never really on a Premier League team, was it? A um, couple things. So, like, we already knew how much Alex Bono and Westberg were making, and that's, that's the other reason. You know, they had two fairly high-paid keepers on the payroll, um so again at least one of them was going to go this year it's not really a surprise business wise or even performance wise that both of them have gone um one of the ones that surprised me a little bit uh... you know who surprised me i'm so excited yes yeah, so, uh, this, I... this is a cliffhanger <laughs> wow yes. i'm going with ayahuacanola i'm just looking through her and that guy you think six hundred thousand. 671, whichever column you go with. I mean, good for him. He had half a season and he's fucking... Was actually Noble Ocalo. Noble Ocalo was on very nice. One of the young players, you can see who they are. And Ocalo was one of them. Ocalo, did I disappear again? Yep. Hello? Hi. Hello. Okay, good, good, good. Hi. Um, So, no... Connection? Jaden... Connection. Hi. Hello. (laughs) She's catching up. Modem. So, Noble Ocalo, Jaden Nelson, uh, JMR, like... These are the young guys that they, you know, think highly of and threw a decent amount of cash at. So, um, Akello is, you know, a little bit, maybe a little bit of, of monetary housekeeping as well as a performance thing. Who knows? Um, but, you know, we always knew Mavinga made a good amount of money. Um, Mark Anthony K's 700K, that make perfect sense for a player of his caliber as far as i'm concerned um yeah nothing really i, I think the only thing that was a little interesting and we were, we're still talking about this the base salary versus the guaranteed compensation why are there two um and that's uh bernie's Bernadeski's, which is basically his guaranteed compensation is double his base salary and nobody else has that kind of discrepancy in their salary columns. People who understand MLS money, someone please explain this to us. Maybe it's, please, maybe it's commission nicely. with uh, the uh, real estate MLS. Ooh, perhaps. Is what's the, the PR side of his position? You know, how many uh, how many, how many uh, high end uh, semi detached homes he can flip in the off season. <laughs> It's a hot market. How many different Toronto sporting events can he show up at uh, wearing those team's jerseys, having well, a good time? 
At least no uh, one can accuse uh, the of, the of uh, spending their way to a championship. <laughs> That's not the Toronto way. Don't be silly. They, sp- they spent their way to a high super draft pick. <laughs> Worth it. So the thing with all of this, with the with the with the salary, and, and some of it has to do with again with MLSE and how they build teams. A lot of the time, it's not just Toronto FC related. You look at the teams they own. <laughs> I think she's thinking. I think she's talking about the Argos. Yeah, yeah. it has to be. Yeah. So when she comes back, just don't play it. Just just let it go. Pretend like oh, it yeah. never happened. Yeah. It's like, it's like you're winding it up, winding it Very up. Very MLS thing to do. And we've talked about this and with the DP slots, uh, with Tam, a lot of ways, if you've got the resources to do things. So even when like the logical thing to do, and again, when Toronto FC were successful, they found that balance between spending money on talent and spreading some money around on good MLS veterans. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. continue to seem to forget that rule or how well that worked and just continue to play the stopgap game. And lots of people have been talking about, you know, well, MLS needs to do away with the salary cap, so you can take your money and spend it on a bunch of $3 million MLS players instead of doing this. And I'm like, well, they could still do that with the money that they spend. All I know is I was watching uh, some Serie A on the weekend, and Destro is at Empoli. Really? Surely we can prize him away from Empoli. We were promised. G.I. Joe character. God damn it. Yes, Cobra Commander. <laughs> really wanted that to happen. Um, so did I. That's just Empoli. I know. It would look so awesome on the back of a kid. I can't even begin. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the intersection is between kids who grew up in the '80s watching GI Joe and Syria football nerds, uh, but uh, if there's an intersection, I hope there's a part of that Venn diagram where it's, you know, please come to my club. Because <sighs> why not? Why, why not just buy an Empoli kit, Mark, with Destro on it? It's not the scene. <laughs> <laughs> we both on, know he's... that's true, though. <laughs> he's uh, according to Wikipedia, he's uh, only making 1.5 million euros. Actually, then it says 2012, so I don't know how good that is. Oh, please! <laughs> now he's playing for Empoli. It also says his parents are Flavio and Monica Destro, which oh, is that's just a lie. Yeah, that's not true at all. You put anything in Wikipedia. <laughs> That doesn't sound Scottish at all. Nope. Right? Like, I, I protest. I, I, I disagree. This is clearly a lie. Um, <laughs> Destro's Scottish? That's the, uh... Yep, an arms dealer. Yes. Ah, right. I'm sorry I know this much. Destro. <laughs> he got, he got the, the, the uh, from too many headbutts. That's why he has to wear the, uh, the chrome dome. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yep. Yeah. Um... So yeah, so the thing with again with the with the salaries, sure, yes, you can be like, oh my god, you spent all this money and your team was shit. Well, yeah, sure, they spent all this money in July, so over half of their salary wasn't even anyway. MLS is a stupid, stupid place. So 
and it's and it's taken it's taken years to to stop getting completely up in arms every time I see someone's salary um, and be like, "Why they make that much money?" Ah! And you have to think about it. Just it's it's all relative because it's MLS, and in MLS, it almost means nothing how much players get paid. The only thing that matters is what the players at the low end get paid because they used to get paid criminally low amounts of money. Again, at one point in time, I was making more money than MLS players were, which is insane because I was a retail manager and we make shit money. So that was telling you something. Um, so that luckily, happily has changed. You know, low end MLS players at least make a living wage now. So that's good. Um, but the rest of it, like, sure. Yeah. You can, I can like, and again, I will shake my head and insinuate $14 million like all the time. Like it's 14 million. Like it, I just, but it's sports and they do this and they do this around the world. So just have to like shake it off and try and decide what is a better way to spread this money around. And as we always say, there needs to be more veteran players, more MLS vets, five, six years, seven year vets on this team to make it more cohesive. Even if you want to focus on youth, it's not going to work this way. The, 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 it's too disjointed between the levels of the, of the players they have. Speaking of old heads, Destro is actually from Colander, Scotland, <laughs> which is near Sterling. Just so you, yeah, and his full name is James McCullen Destro. Oh, there you go. Now that sounds Scottish. Yeah. Yeah. Colander, like like the like the, thing, the food thing. Get the water the, off. The strainer. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So it's like he wears that as a helmet. I feel like you're talking about some kind of helmet he has yes. to wear. It's a colander. The, the original, the original Destro mask was made of used colanders. He was a he was a great hit at had a, he worked at a pasta restaurant. He like was, like uh, the, like the, like the silver ones that you steam the, the the collapsing ones that you steam like spinach and stuff in, but you can still drain the water. That way you could go. fit it better. You could mold it better because they they do telescope right. They do they um, do that. Good point. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Welcome to the GI Joe podcast. Um, I'm in. <laughs> oh, I know. Sorry. Not now. <laughs> Maybe not now. Okay. All right. Um. So yeah, so that um, Campiel Awards, they're just announcing the, the, the finalists. So if you go on the Campiel website, you can see um, the U20 player, uh, defender of the year and the keeper of the year. Apparently keeper of the year is very controversial. Mark, I don't know why he wasn't nominated. Look, I don't know. I look, don't know. It's fine. It's Apparently it's fine. not. All right, I will. I will. I will say. You know, I, even I would question Irving being there based on the season that Pacific had. Like, and I like him a lot. He's a very good keeper. Yeah, I would. I would. I kind of agree with that. Uh, uh, I mean, the other two, I don't have a problem with. No, God's no. But, um, not one of the better seasons for. For 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 our missing, um. Uh, p potential uh, should have been in the final three. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever. I mean, <sighs> you know, uh, it's uh, it's 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 okay. I mean, I feel like there was a lot of really good, really good goalkeeping. I don't think Callum Irving was one of those three. Um, I feel like um, 
I feel like Giantsopolis had a good season. I mm-hmm. feel like uh, um, I can't think of the kid's name out in uh, out in Halifax. I'm mm, sorry. Me either, he, he had, he had, sorry. He had good games. He did not have a good season. Um, and whoever the keeper is for um, Valor, I felt like he, the few times I like watching him stop Forge, which, you know, they made it seem real easy uh, <laughs> all season. Uh, I thought, I thought he was pretty good. Um, just what, like whenever I was watching other highlight packages of the other games of the season. So um, yeah, it's uh Okay, that's fine. You know, uh, I'm not I'm not too upset with the other two. If 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 Callum wins, okay, we need to have a real long hard look at what the fuck. So, but I don't think he'll win. I don't think no, he'll and win. and he sh- and he no. If he does, I, I even I Ingham. even I would protest if he did. I, I think this is Ingham's to lose. Agreed. And if he loses to the Dooch, I'm okay with that. Yeah. No, I agree. So. Um, but I think I think by next week's show, all of the nominees will have been announced, so we can review it further. Then, um, but yes, go to the Campion website. Uh, they they've been posting things pretty regularly, um, and you can uh, get a little, little rundown on each player and how they've been doing. Um, I will say it's nice to see Wubens and uh, De Rosario, the younger, um, be nominated. They both had very good seasons. Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's that's great. The the only downside with 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 uh, Wubens Pacius is that he was a house on fire for like the first half of the season, and yeah. then just tapered off. Yeah. Very or much tapered off. Disappeared. Yeah. Whereas whereas. D Rosario, um, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't like, okay, this is, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to poke the bear, Duncan. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Go well, on. like he's, he's had a couple bouts of like, okay, I see the magic might be genetic. Like he's got like, 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 like he has, like he has a, a, a relative in the Canadian soccer hall of fame or something. Possibly, possibly. But like, he's, He's not terrible. He's he's very good, and um, like to the to the point where I'm like, and he's he's still in the CanPL. Okay, sure. Not so um, much longer. I, I I yeah. If uh, I would I would be shocked if uh, uh, Paceus wins this. He would just. I feel like he he could make a strong argument that he deserved it just for that explosive first half of the season, mm-hmm. but um. Like Ozaze didn't he didn't score every week, but it felt like it seemed like it, really, it, it did it did seem week. like it for a while, didn't it? Yeah, 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 for sure. And the only reason why I know this and know Dunk it's not because I love Dwayne Rosario. Um, it's because this is a kit ring kit reason. Oh God, right. That if you're a great reason any player that scores for York United, you can get their name and number printed on the back of the kit for free, providing of course you buy the shirt. And there was a couple. There was more than more than one week where I was very tempted to get that to get that blue away kit with his name and number on the back. Yep, it's a great kit. And, oh, it's, it's a great kit. And it will look good. Free printing, yo. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's the that's the main reason why I realized, or I 
I recognize that he's been fairly prolific, like even throughout the season. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm not, I'm not two. They got two out of three, uh, of the nominees per award. Correct. Poor Sean Ray. He's getting no respect. I know. I know. I know. He led the, he led the league in successful crosses, Mark. Oh, fantastic. Hmm. That's, that's, uh, huh. So anyway, um, yeah. His 71 chances created this season were 28 more than any other player in the CPL. Not just any other young player, any other player in the CPL. All right. That's actually impressive. Okay, Mm. fine. But I'm sure, I'm sure Optostats are probably just jerking off every time his name comes up then, huh? (laughs) I'm sorry, Sean. I don't know who you are. Okay. This is what I'm saying. I'm sure you're wonderful. Move out of Winnipeg, Sean. Move out of Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're the gray mice of the gray mice, okay? Is that what you want to hear, Sean? Look, <laughs> when Forge offers you the contract next year, just say yes, okay? <laughs> oh. <laughs> need, to, need to make sure it goes back to uh, heel Forge shit. So Always, of course. Yeah, it's important. Uh, Important it's, it's very important. Now. It's very important. I, I agree. I'm, I not, agree. I'm, I'm in no denial. I was one one other side side thing. I was surprised to see that, um, which I didn't. I don't know nothing of of Dero the Junior's uh, career trajectory. Uh, he played for a team called uh, Rook Lvov. Liv, I don't Lvov. I'm not sure how you say it in the Ukraine. Um, and their badge is. If you saw the badge, um, it, it, I'll, I'll, I'll like pull a link in the show notes, but I would think that this is the logo of a uh, museum or an opera house and not a football club. Um, it's really nice, and it looks really weird on a kit. So, um, And I would, I would love to know how long he was there. It sounds like he was there for about a cup of coffee, so I don't know how many games he actually got in, but... Uh, I didn't. I didn't realize. I didn't realize he was playing abroad. So fantastic, oh, good for him. There you go. Wait, what? Oh dear. Anyway, what? Um, what? I, I, I'm assuming that this is. This isn't related at all to what we're talking about, except for we're talking about things. So, um. The mascot for the uh, 2023 Women's World Cup has been has been released. Uh, that, that, that reaction has to be good. Tazuni, a fun football-loving penguin. Sweet. <laughs> it's a it's a penguin, all right. It's uh, oh oh oh, it's got it's got blue hair. That's you know why not? Oh, all penguins have blue hair. I... Apparently. So it's not like Pingu then. No, no, I'm sorry. Oh, that's that. Tazuni, the official mascot. Well, at least they resisted. Tazuni. Tarting it up too much. Okay. It's, it's in football gear, I'm, so that's I'm nice. In I'm in for this. I'm in for this. I think I think I think okay, I could she... I think I could learn to to, to like it. I think Okay, it's it's not bad. I mean, those eyes. That okay, this is I don't know if a hot penguin's a thing, yeah, but yes, yes, that's oh, a pretty sexy penguin. That's a pretty that's sexy a... ass penguin. I would, I would. <laughs> You'd let I her would... sit on your egg. 
Oh, oh. <laughs> guys, come on. No, no, we are not doing this. No, 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 we are no, not no, hypersexualizing no. the mascot not, for the Women's World Cup. You stop it right now. You, Tony, you're absolutely right. You. you shouldn't. You shouldn't. But I'd let her knock me into the Arctic, Antarctic Ocean. Stop it. Just knock it. me right in. Stop it. Anyway, stop I'm going to put Don't that make me regret telling too. you about this. But I'm going to put that in the show. Wait, I already regret it. Um, Your fault. Don't yeah. look at Twitter next time when you're recording well, a podcast. I yeah. was trying to confirm uh-huh. something. You were trying and you failed. So now it's part of the show. Um, yeah, uh, you know, put put in the comments. Uh, how attractive do you find? A Stop it! <laughs> Fucking hell, you lot. Anyway. Um, well, to, to, to get back to the say, CPL things and everything like that, like Stephen Hart. Nah. Oh yeah! I'm very sad about that. Like, legitimately, I, I like him. I like him very much, and and he's I'm done sad such a good go. job with Halifax. Uh, did, did they even remotely get like to the playoffs even once? And like the three or four they, years of this seventeen okay, the bubble or something? Yeah, they, they got to the final. Did they? Yeah, yeah. They the final got thumped by, you know, every, everyone's... Everyone's... Everyone's not. Chris, yeah, yeah, clearly. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it wasn't really working out. I mean, you know, maybe there's... I don't know what exactly the challenges are exactly, you know... I mean, it seems like the CPL, just player-wise, it's a fairly kind of regional league, so I don't think that's a bit of a, a handicap, really, for Halifax, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, they they weren't setting the league on fire, were they? No, yeah. uh, they have that great ground, though. Um, yeah. Anyway, nice I think to watch again. Really fucking sunny. If if it's sunny, there's no fucking <laughs> just be careful. No fucking there's no one eyed. But um, yeah, yeah. I think I, I don't think I, I hope this isn't it for him being involved in football. Um, I I think. Like he's he's been involved in football for such a long time. You know, he's coached so many different levels, so many different places. Um, King of Denair probably still has a team. He can go back to his roots. (laughs) But um, anyway, I think I, if anything, if he doesn't end up coaching, um, honestly, like Campiel or 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 something like they they would be wise, or, or the CSA, like they'd be wise to bring him on board not necessarily as a coach, but as someone who is involved in, in league management or something. Do you know what I mean? Just the guy's seen a lot. He's been involved a lot. He's, he's learned, you know, guys had to manage every type of personality. He's seen, been, he's seen, he's seen, he's seen some things. Yeah. Um, and I just think, I think the loss of him as a, as a football mind involved in, in Canadian soccer would be, would be sad. I think it'd be unfortunate. So I'm hoping after some, you know, the dust is settled post world cup or whatever that we see him involved at some level, um, st- hopefully still some significant level within Canadian soccer. Yeah. I don't, I don't think his, his knowledge based experience is going to be collecting dust on a shelf. Like I, I, he might, I wouldn't be surprised if he takes a little break. Oh, from, sure. Yeah. From the, from the club that he built at least roster wise anyway. And uh, you know, re- 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 regroups his thoughts, and uh, and uh, maybe maybe he shows up on a on a bench somewhere at a at a Concacaf under something qualifier. You know, uh, he's not. He'll be he'll be fine. He'll be fine. But it it it, it is unfortunate to not see him 
in the camp. I thought, I thought getting him was incredibly shrewd bit of business. Mm-hmm. Halifax, and oh, agreed. I just, I feel bad that it never, never materialized. I mean, save for the bubble, it never materialized in the result. Yeah. Standing wise that, uh, that they did that, that his cachet would have brought. So agreed. Agreed. Something a, a little distressing about Tazuni. Oh God! <laughs> what? Well, I was just reading up on on the bio of Tazuni, who's uh, saying to be a 15 year old midfielder midfielder penguin. And then I just decided to look up the average life expectancy of penguins. Okay, 15 to 20 years. Okay, I feel I feel I I, I want you to know, Tony went on an emotional roller coaster right there felt really bad then it's like oh so she old okay that's fine uh, no she's like elderly that's what i mean she old. yeah 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 your pilf it's like she's near death did like, you just a- say pilf did you just say that no i said Marcus? there was a g at the front of that <laughs> god pilf <laughs> god Kristen, pay attention um no that's really hard to not fuckers yeah, so average life expectancy of penguins, 15 to 20 years, some less, some a little bit more. Tazuni so she's a veteran. She's guiding them. That's good. Yeah. A veteran? This could be her last thing on earth she does. True. Mm. I hate you guys. I hate you all so very much. Why? I'm, this is just facts. <laughs> she's not a Magellanic penguin. They could live up to 30 years. <sighs> Anyway, well, Godspeed. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I old mean, penguins, you know, old penguins can still be, you know, not not just useful but but attractive, you know, and hey, good good for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How progressive we are. Enjoy her while you can. <laughs> yes. Moving on. Oh. Oh, that's I'm sad. sorry. That's what? She's that probably did this. Mark, I'm probably... sorry to you. I'm sorry to you, Mark. Well, I'm I'm also sorry if, if it doesn't come out in the watch and the editing to every listener we have. So well, they'll all fucking survive. Well, they... um... <laughs> Why? She's gonna die. Uh, I was talking about <laughs> the volume. We're on the volume thing. Anyway. Can, can, can we can we move on can please we? can we i don't know i actually I don't know do it. I there's, like three more, there's like there's like three more things to talk about oh i enjoy it while you can i meant that she's not long for the earth anyway so tfc year in review we're not going to do the whole thing right God, now david Attenborough doesn't get yeah. this kind of fucking we, treatment we got we got uh-huh. Yeah. Tony, if you're going to start talking about the mascot in a British accent and soothing everyone, then go right ahead. Bust it I out. Let's hear it. I would have, but you're you're getting all fidgety about the life expectancy of penguins, so forget it. You obviously are a bit too sensitive for that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I actually do know where you live, right? Anyway. This is ageist, um, Kristen. Ageist. Yes, yes I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very ageist. It's true. A, a little penguist um, too. Yeah. Anyway, kind of foul, if you ask me, a deep birdite. Just a nose. Mm. Yeah. Virulent. Anyway, so in this, in this age of bird flu, you'd think you'd be more sensitive. 
Yep. What would Morgan Freeman do? <laughs> what would Morgan Freeman do? What would he, what Andy, he narrated what Andy Dufresne do? He narrated, narrated that Penguin movie, didn't he? Well, oh, yeah, that's right. Forgot about that. It's a happy football mascot thing. Yeah. Happy feet? I don't think that was Morgan Freeman. I have no idea. I haven't seen any of the Penguin-themed movies. Penguin bars are delicious. True. Biscuit or chocolate? How would you describe the penguins? It's where chocolate meets biscuit. True. True. I just like it noted that I did try to make this show about soccer, I swear. Oh, who's yes. the one that brought up the mascot? Yeah. Who's the one that brought up the mascot, Kristen? Uh-huh. What, did you, think? what, did, you what think? did I think was going to happen? Think I didn't think, happen? well, I didn't think if this was going to happen. I should know better after 10 years. You would think mm. I would know better, but Mom apparently I do not. Fighting. Mom and dads, stop fighting. Mom and dads, stop fighting. They started it. <laughs> Daddy like. Jesus Christ. Speaking of daddy, like, go on with the review. I can't now. <laughs> anyway, this is what happens when when we have to record after our bedtime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I don't remember the last time we recorded an episode this late. So clearly, I had to, I had to go into work today, like into physical work into Toronto from suburban Hamilton. So. That's right. I'm up there. Um, thanks, Duncan. Uh, so that's why we're recording late, and this is why we're turning stupid. So, uh, year in review, huh? Well, we're not going to do the whole year in review because we would be here for another hour, and that's just not a good thing. Um, but every year, of course, there's always the TFC Media Day Locker Cleanout Day. Now, as the years have gone on, and certainly in years in which TFC are worse than others. The number of players that are available for media day shrinks. <laughs> yes, they, they appear to have learned that, uh, yeah, we, we shouldn't just put everyone out there. Something's going to go wrong. Something's going to go. Although, although I do miss those days as well when it was clear that a player just did not care and was willing to set the world on fire. That was kind of fun. Um, you mean like this... how Osorio looks every time he gets <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> God, I really hope they resign him. <laughs> I need that as a constant. That's all. Um, yeah, he really just looks like he wants. Yeah, he really just wants to hurt somebody every single time. Um, so this year it was it was Bradley, um, Insigne, uh, Bernadeschi. Uh, who else was there? Westberg. Daddy was there. Uh, obviously Manning and, and, and Bob. Um, mm. Trying to remember who else was there. Is that it? Osorio was, was he actually? Osorio was there. Osorio, yeah, just Osorio. get health updates about Osorio. Was he no, no, no. Actually, them? I think I think you're right. Actually, I think Osorio was there. No, I think that's. But yeah, so it was. Anyway. And, and they don't necessarily broadcast them live anymore. Like it used to be like a thing, right? You'd see everybody online, everyone be like, oh, you watch, oh, like it was like, it was, it was kind of like a nice community thing. Now it's like, oh, oh, one of the interviews gonna be posted. Okay, that's nice. What were people saying? 
in the past when they used to like broadcast the 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 and the media know, day I live. Just, I just I just want to hear what your your impression of what people sounded like when it was <laughs> oh, on. Shut up, fuck off. Um, um, and, come on, it, come on, it sounded like come on, it sounded like a, like a McCain's fries commercial. <laughs> you know. You don't have to be mean to me. I realize you enjoy being mean to me. You get some sick thrill out of it, whatever. I don't know, but please just, you don't, you don't have to. It's not a requirement every single week. So one of the things that came out of this, and I said, well, we'll, we'll do more of a player by player, whatever breakdown next week. Um, but one of the things that came out of this uh, media day was Michael Bradley in particular. Like, sure, you know, Bernadeski said some some good things. And I like I like Bernadeski's honesty. He seems like refreshingly honest. We weren't very good a lot of the time. You know, like, he, he's upfront about it. It's kind of nice. I think, again, he's, him and Crescito are my two favorites out of the Italian signings. Sorry, uh, Lorenzo, but it's just facts. Um but the thing that Michael Bradley brought up, and it, it, it honestly makes me angry because <laughs> um, we've been saying it for three years, um, maybe four years, is, is he, he mentioned that maybe, you know, not maybe, that they probably should have rebuilt in 2019. Mm. No. Mm. I, for one, am shocked that anyone has this amount of awareness that is involved in this team. No fucking kidding. The team should have been rebuilt in 2019. Jesus fucking Christ. Sorry. That's, that's, that's my commentary on that. So you guys go. I mean, yeah, yeah go ahead, Mike. Oh, yeah. I was just, just a, just a pile on. It's like, yeah, yeah hindsight is incredibly 2020. Um, but in 2021. Uh, yeah. In 2022. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, uh, that being said, um, uh, he seemed to he seemed to uh, benefit greatly from the non-rebuild because one he was still here, two he was making good cash, and three he didn't contribute all that much to make it better. So, um, and I mean, with all these, I, I, think around, I think you're misunderstanding though. He meant he meant rebuild around him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I mean, that's what they need to start to be, be start doing now. I mean, you know, need to be rebuilding, but yeah, we we need the the old guy in the middle to be playing every minute of every game amidst the rebuild. Hey, that'll help. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. he wants to be rebuilt like the million dollar man. Oh. Now you're talking. Can we roll up his sleeve so we can see like the inner workings on his arm, like on the six million dollar man doll? If we could hear that noise every time he goes up for a header, it would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but who but who will be Oscar with the face? That creeped What's me awesome? out every single time when I was a kid. Oh, my God. Didn't we have an Oscar once? Oscar Gordon. Gordon, Gordon yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, that's right. Yeah. But he was on the same team. Well, I guess technically they were. He and Oscar were sort of on the same team, except for when he was a bad guy. Interesting, interesting. Can we re-sign Oscar Cordon just for that? But then he has to, like, wear a different fate. I don't know. Can Chris Kanaka be in the episode with Bigfoot? Yeah. <laughs> if he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
it's just I, I like I, like I said I appreciate vaguely the awareness that that was where things were really going wrong but I just I find it not disingenuous but brave oh so brave so brave to look back three years ago he's telling it like it is he's telling it like it is three years ago mm-hmm. I'm just like what 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 purpose does that serve now I, I don't know is, or is this is this him like starting to like make his bones as a you know, if I had been in charge, someday I'm going to be a coach. Well, somebody's got to be sporting director soon. Good point. Mm. Good point. Bye. <laughs> Exit. Exit. <laughs> There's always going to be room for Jason Hernandez. Let that be forever known. and ever. Play, plays need to be engaged. Oh, I've always. never been more engaged in my life. I'm not yeah. even a player. Uh-huh. But, uh, um, but yeah, that was that for me. That was the thing that that stuck out. Other than other than Bernadeschi again being, like I said, refreshingly honest. Um, yeah, there's a, there's an interesting sort of juxtaposition between uh, sort of Bernie and Larry, uh, really within the uh, article. Uh, written by a uh, gentleman, Jimmy Grossi, that I'm reading here. So Bernadeschi is like, you know, we will try next season for, to write another story. For me, it's important to win next season. We will try to win a trophy for sure. Whereas, uh, you know, a little further on there, uh, like Larry starts talking and, well, next year we're going to start together. We're going to be united. We're going to stick together. It's going to be a great season. And we know we're going to win many things. I mean, yeah, at least you know, Bernie's uh, been a bit more realistic about things now. Yeah, I think I think I think yeah, I think I think Insigne speaks more in sports cliche than uh, Bernadeschi does. So, mm. I was like as well Insigne. Before I signed, I'd never watched any games about <laughs> MLS. Since January, he started watching them. So you know that's it's it's incredibly intense. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I do. I, I admit, I, especially as the season wore down, um, the the look uh, on Insigne, but more often on Bernadeschi's face at, at some of the refing decisions or lack of refing decisions. It was just like it was like it's like okay. I'm like I'm like oh yeah. Get used to this. This 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 is what mm-hmm. happens here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just be kind of like really. Yeah. And as well, still Insigne. You know, it's great how I see players from all over Europe joining the league. Making it a more important league, a serious league. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, adorable! Uh, maybe uh, we should. Re- maybe the league should rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> serious league soccer. <laughs> this time we're major. Oh, and they can. But then they can do a sponsorship uh, partnership with Sirius FM. There you go. Hmm. Done oh, done. no, they're all about Apple next year. Sorry. Oh, right. But hey, we all get to watch Ted Lasso for free. Who knows? I don't know. They'll probably, they'll probably find a way to block that. You'll only be able to watch MLS. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have to subscribe to a whole other thing. So hey, this is when I just stop watching MLS altogether. I don't know. But it's serious now. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, well, we're, we're, we're not going to tell you where they expand next then if you're not going to watch yeah exactly you'll just have to guess 
the website will be blocked as well. <laughs> that would be funny. Firewalls everywhere. Um, so yeah, there's, you know, we'll, we'll, like I said, we'll talk more about the season a little more in depth next, uh, next week, but just wanted to bring up those couple things. And anyway, yes, they should have rebuilt in 2019. Yes. We've been saying it for three years. Um, so we'll see how this rebuild goes. I wonder if TFC will win the off season this year. That'd be fun. Hey, Insigne says they're going to win a lot of things. Hey, this, this is the yeah. way to start. It's important the to win the offseason off, first. The offseason is yep. a thing. Yep. It is. Yes, it is. we're going to win many things. Not trophies, not games, not championships. Things. Things. Yeah. The yeah. offseason's okay. a thing. Yeah, yeah. Very good Scratch point. cards are a thing. Yep. <laughs> People's <sighs> hearts are a thing. All right, before we go, uh, what's coming up? So uh, Campiel and MLS both still have playoffs on the go. Um, the return legs for the Campiel playoffs uh, are this weekend on Sunday. Uh, first match is at two, second match is at five. Basic question is, 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 the, is the title Ottawa's to lose? The title is clearly Victoria's until Victoria lose it. Ah, good point. Well, I meant... That's called the Victoria Principle. (laughs) (laughs) What show was she on? Dallas. Dallas. It was Dallas. FC Dallas. Yes. It was Dallas. Mark Hinckley's soap opera Dallas. Hey, none of none of you got accused of murder for like a month, so. Well, maybe you should leave Jr. alone. Well, he knows what he did, so. He did. That's why. He, that's why he... Um. Anyway, I, I I basically in my mind, unless miracles happen, sorry, Mark, Ottawa's going to win this. Oh no no! There's no apologies. I've already signed off on this. Okay. I, I've uh, the only thing that the only thing that really really distresses me is that, and again, putting everything way too far in advance because it feels like that's what Forge will do. Um, got such an awesomely annoying scarf. I want to make if Forge somehow do the business, and it might be too late if they manage to do it, say next year. So. Okay. Okay. Um, but uh, which is like, I really wanted them to win last year. Not well, one, because yeah, that's the team of support, but two, this was so annoying and I loved it. And I <laughs> wait, I couldn't wait to piss <laughs> off like everyone with it and then have half of them go, okay, just send it to me. Okay. It's gonna be, <laughs> I was this proud of it. And I, I, I don't think I was overstepping, but anyway, um, yeah, I, I think uh, the way Ottawa, plays is they're just they they play very very aggressive very attacking and lately um hamilton's defense has been okay but not good enough to resist this for that long Mm -hmm. and that's basically that's basically the 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 equation now this all of course is under the guise that like like half of the league has already figured out how to solve hamilton 
I'm not sure if Ottawa knows how to solve Hamilton. I know a lot of teams know how to solve Hamilton. Mm, that's fair. I'm assuming that they do because why not? Okay, so on Sunday, we've got uh, the Otletti hosting the Aquaman. Um, I'm going to – I'm not even going to do players to watch right now. I'm just going to say uh, Aquaman will get a pity goal. It'll be 3-1 Otletti. Altogether or – uh, no, no, in, in no, in that particular match. Oh, so you're mm. going for a five-one aggregate? Yeah. Otherwise, just gonna like pace them into the ground. Yeah, it's pretty much make a statement. I, I, Even I, more I, than they already did at Starlight. I'm gonna I'm gonna just say two nil to Ottawa again, and they'll, they'll just take the. They'll, I think they'll they'll get them early and just take their foot off the gas. Fair. Yeah. Uh, one nil to Victoria. Ottawa will do what needs to be done. But that would be funny, more. though. Yeah, that one's yeah. really funny. Maybe <laughs> one one. Like you know, Ottawa just and like Victoria is desperately attacking at the end. Ottawa will get one on the counter attack to make it comfortable. Who knows? But uh, yeah, yeah. Won't go out there and crush them. They don't have to. They'll do what they need to. Two one. I'll say, Victoria with the quick lead just to get people all jizzy jazzed and then Ottawa does its thing. Reasonable. All right. And then uh, the handies host the pony boys 5 PM Eastern standard time current at one, one. What, uh, what's going to happen? Predictions, please. Don't know how old. Oh, Hamilton's going to win. Hmm. Can I get a score prediction? 2-0. That's what I said. Oh, you said 2-0. I'm sorry. I thought I, I thought you just said Hamilton was going to win. I apologize. No. 2-0 Hamilton. I was quick with it, but it was definitely 2-0. Ah. Gotcha. Hamilton. <laughs> Wrong. What score, Tony? I said it. Oh. Stop it. Very fast. 3-0. Uh, oh. Okay. Uh... I think it's going to be 1-0 Hamilton. Which would seem a little bit squeaky bum time-ish, but I don't think it's... I, I think it's just... I feel like a lot of Hamilton games have been kind of low scoring-ish lately, so they'll get their goal, they'll close up shop somehow and resist and and uh, um, uh, hopefully Escalante, Escalante gets, a, gets a red card for diving, so... <laughs> Which would be like scoring a hat trick, to be honest. If he gets a red card, funny. that would be one of the most glorious things. So, um, no, squeaky, I, no squeaky bums then. See, I was thinking two one Hamilton, um, similar to what uh, you said for the Otletti Pacific match. Um, Calgary will score first. Hamilton's going to have to come back, but come back they will. Um, but Kyle Becker will not score any goals. It doesn't score that many. I know. He's not going to okay. score any. Just, just, that's just, I'm, I'm just saying. Bear, you've said it. You've said <laughs> it. <laughs> Decreed. Onward. Indeed. All right. We'll, we'll discuss uh, how much uh, Ottawa is going to beat Hamilton by in the final next week. So. <laughs> All right. And then uh, MLS playoffs continue uh, this week. So... Uh, all right, we're just gonna do rapid fire. So, Union hosting uh, WKRP on Thursday. Onions. Onion. Union. 
Yeah, onions. Wow, this is a time for it to pause. This, I mean, this is quick fire. Uh, snowflakes hosting pizza rats. Oh, pizza rats. Uh, no, Montreal. Montreal win. Montreal win. Ha. Uh, Montreal. Rats. No. Really? Oh no, I'm saying Montreal. Oh, and 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 onions in the first one. Okay. Mm. Uh, uh, Austin Celtic hosting uh, FC Dallas. Dallas. Austin. Austin running with a chair. <laughs> Are you saying the score is going to be Austin three? Yeah. Dallas 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do. I do think Austin will be the surprise winner as much as I, I hate both teams. I, I don't want either teams. of them to win. Like I want God, them to be. You just love awful. Matthew McConaughey so much. So, oh yeah. All right. All right. Um, God, you always say that. That's, that's your thing. Mm -hmm. Zombie Shivas hosting the LA Vannies. Man. Man. LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with Lala. Bull, that's a bold choice. I don't know. Let's see how this works out for you. San Jose with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gareth and the Bales for me. God, who do I. Who knows? I, I, I don't, don't know, know with this one. Like, I think it's. She thinks it's going to be neither. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, gun to head. Uh, it's going to, I think it'll be. Uh, uh, I'll be Sheamus, but. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm leaving this all in, guys. Just yeah, so you yeah, know. Yeah, for sure. He had such a strong finish. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did have a strong finish. <laughs> yep. True. Unlike this show. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, zombie Shivas. Yes. I, I said agree. zombie Shivas. Okay. Yes. I, but I'm we saying know. it because. Finish. Yeah. Everybody said LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Duncan, I, the whole West side, I really don't care about. So I'm actually like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's an answer. Uh, you yeah. <laughs> At this point, I'm literally pulling for anybody from the East to win this thing. So I don't really care. Just send send our strongest, please. That's all I ask. What if it's, <laughs> even if it's Montreal. Even if it's yeah, Montreal. Yeah, even if it's Montreal. Oh, Team Canada. No, oh. no, not even. Know, it's not even about I don't that. Know. Go, 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 Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> they got Schwanier, the lesser. They've got. Oh, uh, don't, don't, don't start talking about how lovable and wonderful. I just can't take it anymore. I already think far too many nice things about them. It's painful. Yeah, and, uh, Pierre, I, and Johnston and we already we and look, Kai I, already, and, uh, I watched them take it, beat us in goalie John, penalties. Okay, what a man! I, what a, man, what a, man, man, what a mighty good man! I just so much <laughs> like. Yeah, damn their likable ways and their likable coach, and oh, it's so annoying. Yeah. Anyway, playoffs are on TSN. You have an opportunity to watch them if you want. So. There's two matches on Thursday. There's two matches on Sunday. There's also Campiel playoffs on Sunday. Somewhere sprinkled in there. If you're working at home, lots of EPL stuff going on this week. I mean, you can just watch football for like the next seven days and be pretty solid day of recording. Um, 
I'm just throwing that out there. Man, next six days. But uh, anyway, you'd be good. Thank you. On that note. Oh, oh my God, it's so late. Uh, that's the end of our show for this week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, please join us next week when we, oh, dear God, let's see. We're going to recap Cambiel playoffs, recap MLS playoffs. We'll talk about the Campiel Awards. We'll get into a little deeper the TFC year in review and whatever else happens in the world of footy that amuses us. Uh, I've been joined by the entire Vocal Minority podcast panel to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Pick up a penguin. Jesus Christ. Uh, out in the tweet machines at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. That's where chocolate meets biscuit. <laughs> Also, also for a second, I thought you said TFC urine review. <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about that in public. Um, yeah, the NBA is serious. It. It's a little thick. Right? Mm. thick. So it needs to be hydrated. Well, yeah. uh, the tweets at Kit Nerd Mark with a K on a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support our podcast via Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it. We have shirts. Uh, some of them might maybe they're world cup related probably not but they're on our zazzle shop you can find that link on our website and uh um i'm i'm still quite proud of the uh the porchetta joke from earlier i was yeah. as you should be that I, was... I was i did not expect to come up with anything and that was like so thank you for the ham id uh as for me you can find me on the internet yes the entire internet at kz Knowles. i've been your host Kristen Knowles. until next week canada get used to it I had no idea viscosity was part of a urine review. <laughs> oh, are we no, we signed. Aren't we going to sign him? It probably generally isn't, but if it's there, that's probably alarming and something that would be brought up. But it's probably not something you, you really probably test for unless you really notice it. True. Mm. It's just like maple syrup. <laughs> oh, that's you sap. Please stop. Oh, <laughs> Can we, let's just end this. Can we? Please. <laughs>